Say your name and what you do. Chris Velosky, and I own a business. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marissa Kelly, and I also own a business. This is the Business AF Podcast, where it's all business most of the time. Hello, everyone. We're Hello. back on live. Okay, everyone's What's our new digital. Intro? Yeah, we have a yeah. new intro. That's, you know, we'll fix it later, but it's definitely something that I learned new on StreamYard. So I'm really happy about that. But today we have a social media and digital marketing expert from across the pond. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Teresa, to Business AF. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we uh, we were just talking offline about how there's so much more uh, time for people that they have to like stay at home and, and uh, you know, find these new ways of businesses. So today we're going to talk about, you know, how uh, digital is really becoming the way right now and how maybe um, we could talk about how businesses that are traditional can pivot to doing yeah. online. So, Teresa, before we get into the thick of that, I'd like to kind of talk about what your specialty is, what you really enjoy doing, and, you know, what you're up to lately now that we're kind of staying at home now. Well, at home, yeah, sure. So, basically, I've worked in marketing for about 15 plus years now. I did my degree in it. I worked for loads of different companies. I used to do corporate marketing for Land Rover UK. I used to work at teeny tiny small businesses. I've worked at agencies. And then about five years ago, I started my own business. Never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Never crossed my mind. I say I'm an accidental entrepreneur because I I decided that I was going to leave my job and I thought I'll get another job easy, very arrogantly of me, and I'm not arrogant. And anyway, I handed my notice in and I couldn't get another job. And with about three weeks into my notice, my boss was like, you need to go because she realized I was thinking about starting my own business. And I had a week to start my business. I had got, uh, my husband had left. I was on my own with my daughter. So I was a single mom. I had no savings, no rich parents, no any support anywhere. And I had to make it work. So out of sheer risk of losing my house, I was like, I'm going to make this work. So I started doing marketing for small businesses. And then I started to get into the social media world more. So obviously, marketing was fully my background. But I started to really specialize in social media and digital marketing. And I went and found all those amazing experts out in the world. Mari Smith in the world, Kim Garth, Porterfield, Pat Flynn, all those people. And basically, I started to train with them. I started to learn from them. And I started to really focus on this side of the business. So I'm now at a point where basically I have an online business pretty much most of the time. We do still have a couple of clients that work in our agency side. But other than that, I have an online academy where I teach business owners of every sort of shape and size how to manage their marketing and their digital marketing for their business. So that's what I do. And that's what I absolutely love. I literally could eat, sleep, breathe this stuff. Yeah, that I mean, that 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 accidental entrepreneur, I think, happens to a lot of us. And I think right now we are very much in that stage, I think, if even if you weren't thinking about it. Um, Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about um, how you got into like pivoting from 
being, you know, coaching and running basically mm -hmm. people's accounts to kind of uh, this academy that you speak yeah. of. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Of course I can. So basically, I I always thought I would do the agency side, that I would help lots of clients. And then you leave your, your day job, as it were, and you leave your boss thinking, yeah, I no longer have a boss. And then you don't have one boss, you have like 17 bosses. And even though they're not your boss because they're a client, mm -hmm. you start, I started to see that actually this was almost just as hard as having that boss. And what happened mm -hmm. was I started to do speaking and I started to be picked up by the industry in terms of a, you know, being seen as an expert. And I kept doing a lot of traveling and I would get these clients saying to me, oh, you're never there, you're never around. And, you know, when I need you and it started to get really difficult. And But I realized at that point, I loved being on stage. I loved helping businesses. One of the best things about my job is you'll go on stage, you come off, and then all these people come up to you and they're like, oh, what about this? And how do you do this? And tell me this thing. And how's this? And and I just love that side. So having watched the likes of Amy and Mari and, and learning myself that way, and it being mm -hmm. such an amazing tool that we can go online and learn these things and get that mm -hmm. support, I decided that's what I wanted to do for me. So I basically have spent the last, I'd say almost a year, because for a long time I just sat on it because it was pretty scary to think about putting yourself out there. Um, mm -hmm. But probably the last, the Academy has been open about six months now. And I just, honestly, I love it. And what was really funny was when I first started thinking about the Academy and about doing the, the online thing, one of the things that someone said to me is you've got to be able to go on and do this and talk about this every single day. Because if you can't, you're not going to be able to do it. And I remember doing my first coaching call with the Academy members and I got them all into a Zoom room and we sat there for two hours and they, you know, picked my brain. I answered all their questions. I helped them with their problems. And I came off and I sort of walked out into the house with my husband and I was like, oh my goodness, I could do that day after day after day. I was buzzing. I absolutely awesome. loved it. And that's one of my absolute mo most favorite things about the Academy now is getting on those calls, speaking to people and saying, what's that problem you've got? And then me being able to help them directly. It's just right. wonderful. Yeah, I think that, you know, everyone talks, well, my passion is in this, but like, you can really feel it once you're actually doing it. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about a lot about doing it and being so passionate. How do you shut it off? Especially <laughs> now that we're like, in front of our computers all the time yeah. and our phones. Um, it's really hard, if I'm honest. And my husband and I were interviewed because he does some work in the business as well. And um, we were both interviewed and someone said, you know, do you work much at the weekends? And we were both like, yeah, we do. And he works a lot on the business with me at the weekends. But it doesn't feel like work. Honestly, we love it so much. It, it doesn't. And so turning off, I know I should be better at it. I know I should distance myself from things a little bit better. But I love it so much, it honestly doesn't feel like it's hard. I do have a daughter, she's 10, I have a stepson, I have a stepdaughter. Um, so I have to be really mindful to make sure that I'm present for them. So mm -hmm. when we are doing something or when, you know, we're, we've got family time that I am focusing on them. And then I'm pretty good at putting my phone down and not looking at it. So I just have to be really, really strict when it comes to them. But to be honest, I joke, I've got no hobbies other than drinking gin. That's it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Any work I'm brilliant at. Yeah. Everything else, 
No, not so much. <laughs> You're a drinking gin expert as well as a social media and digital exactly. marketing expert. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're a rough one, huh? You like gin. Oh, yeah. It was a British thing. We're, in, in the UK, yeah. gin is huge, really? really big. So, yeah. But I'm not fussy. I'll drink wine. I'll drink fizz. You know, I'll there's a few options there. <laughs> um, so, Chris, I know that you um, have some questions obviously but I want to you know talk a little bit about um kind of now where everyone's at home now and you know you're talking you 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 uh prioritize family time you shut it off um have you um have you seen any change in terms of your routine and your work routine um ever since we've been able to um you know or not been able to or not been able to go outside um have you have you seen any changes in that and can you talk a little bit about that yeah so what's interesting is prior to this this was my world you know I Mm. I speak so I do travel but when I'm not away I do everything online I work from home on my own I and I thought to myself this is going to be no different because it doesn't feel any different to me what is interesting is I think psychologically because of what's going on in the world I found it more difficult but the one thing I am really pushing to my academy to anything on social I'm talking about is the fact of keeping that routine going and for someone that works from home I get up pretty much every day at 5am I have a morning routine that I do every morning I get myself fully ready for the day and the temptation I'm sure for people who I haven't worked from home before to just be like, right. yeah, I could do it in my pajamas. For me, it's like, no, I can't do that because my brain isn't in the right space. Like right. something happens. If Even if I was sat here and I had like, which I haven't, by the way, but even if I had like yeah. pajama bottoms on, yeah. something would feel weird and different. Yeah. So for me, getting up, getting properly ready, looking how I would look if I was leaving the house to go and do something or go to work, Mm. but then having that routine. The other thing I do is um, I have Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner, and in there you plan your day, you plan it every 30 minutes, and I do that every day. So every day I know exactly what I'm working on, I know what time I'm doing things, and like today, for instance, because it's 7 p.m. now here in the UK, so today I actually got up a bit later, I did my routine a bit later, and someone actually messaged me, oh, you're not normally on line at this time because once my day starts my phone goes down and I try not to, to look at it and right. I said oh actually I've had a later start because I'm going to have a later evening so you know I'll make those adjustments and not be right. hard on myself thinking why didn't I get up so early but but I think for everybody if this is new I think one staying connected and having that community which is massive for me and having so I'm giving more calls into the academy we're doing more things where we can all connect and and get together more often but keeping that routine is absolutely crucial because otherwise I just think you find that sometimes you just don't get anything done I forgot to unmute myself. Um, that's the trouble, you know, when you're working from home and other people are home, you gotta, mm. <laughs> you got, there's sometimes some noises. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, Chris, did you want to touch on the routine? I think. Uh, not so much about the routine. Cause I feel like we're all on the same page. Yeah. On that. yeah. Like, well, one thing though, I feel like <clears throat> I will expand a little bit on this, that people always want to work from home, but I think now that they are working from home, Mm-hmm. they probably want to go back into the office or have that flexibility to do both, yeah. right, as you please. Because I think now I've seen people that used to always want to work from home, now they are sick of it. 
I usually work from home. I mean, I, I, I also have an office space. So, so when I don't want to work from home, I go into the office. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, it depends cause I can get distracted at home as well. Right. So like doing laundry, for example, or the dogs, yeah. things like that. So, um, I do my best not to, but I think it's good to be isolated at mm-hmm. point at times so that we can just get shit done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think that's what we've been hearing a lot from people, you know, the last couple of weeks that we've been talking to that have kind of had to switch <clears throat> routine, even though they've been working from home, they have more people there. Um, so getting really into the, the meat of what we want to talk about is, tr- is like the digital side and how your yeah. business can be like more digital. Um, I don't know about you, but I've been having a lot of questions about live streaming and podcasting mm-hmm. and how do I go live? Where do I go live? Like what yeah. tool do I use? Um, what do you see the, like, what are you seeing in terms of the trends or benefits of going towards a digital model or like offering something um, digitally for businesses now that um, they're kind of f- forced into this yeah. digital world. Yeah. So what's interesting is one, we've got people that have always had an element of digitalness in their world. So strangely enough, I spoke to an old client today who jumped on and had an hour call with me to try and work out what was going on in his world and how he could take his business forward. And he started a membership. But before sort of, you know, 12, 18 months ago when he started the membership, it was like this little bit in his business. And now it's like, no, 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 this is his business, you know. So his focus has switched entirely. So for me, I think the people who have done it to a little degree or some degree are now going, thank goodness for that, because things haven't really changed a whole lot. I think what's Mm -hmm. brilliant, though, is I am seeing people that I have been saying to for a really long time, you need to go live, you need to do this, you need to do the content, you need to show up. And for whatever reason, they've not been doing it. And then suddenly, I had a great example the other day, my friend owns an art gallery here in, in Shropshire where I live. And he's such a lovely guy, he's so passionate about it. And I've been saying to him for months, you should go live, talk about the paintings, explain you know, why you like them, what they are and that sort of thing. And he just didn't, because it was always kind of like, oh yeah, I'll do that again, I'll do that again. And now it's like, he's got no choice. So the other day I was on my phone and suddenly it came up, he was live. I was like, yay, that's awesome. <laughs> so I love the fact that people are having to take the action. So I think mm-hmm. one is they've got no choice, okay? So literally the only way of getting in front of people today at this point, because of everything that's going on is online. You know, you can't expect people to walk into a shop. You can't have a meeting with people. You can't network physically with people. You can't sit in a conference room. I can't speak on stage. So I want to connect with anybody. It's got to purely be done online. So I think one, they're being forced into it, which is kind of a good thing. Um, And then two, they're having to become really inventive. And I love that. I love the creative stuff that I'm seeing in order to kind of find a way to keep their businesses moving forward. So for me, as much as this opportunity is not something anybody planned for and anybody quite honestly would want. Right. I think the businesses out there who are ready to kind of go, okay, let's jump and move and switch and think about how I can continue going, but in a different way, they're the ones who are going to win at the end of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely can see that. And 
I've I've seen some like really innovative things like um like a a soccer coach a friend of mine who was doing in person lessons and now she's coaching in front of a Zoom you know a mm. class of Zoom which is like you know it's well football as you guys call it <laughs> I call it football too sometimes but like you know just interactive soccer lessons like yeah. behind the camera like how many more people can she reach yes it might not be returning the investment that you know she's putting in it right now like i don't you know she's refining all of that but like look at that different model that she can yeah. now adapt to and maybe invest more time in because maybe she gets a studio maybe she gets a green screen like maybe there's yeah. all this camera stuff and she doesn't need to go out on the on the field or on the pitch you know as they call it mm -hmm. um you know, I think that that was really encouraging, I thought. And I think mm -hmm. people a lot are still very nervous about it. Like, they want it perfect. But none of us are really judging that, you know? Like, we right. see them in person imperfect, right? Yeah. So. <clears throat> I can that see I, that, Marissa, because I have a friend, or even, like, I have a few friends that are gym owners for, like, kickboxing or MMA and things like that. Or one of my friends is, like, a fitness trainer. He... He was telling me actually the other day he went to a few stores trying to find like a, a camera so he yeah. can do, you know, like content online for fitness. He couldn't find anything. But once he does find the camera, mm -hmm. then he he's going to start, of course, like doing like online video courses like on YouTube Live and things like mm -hmm. that. So, um, and I was like asking him, so are you going to do it after? He's like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it after because, you know, I could reach more people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you know, like, because you can have both the the physical relationship, but then yeah. also you can have a virtual relationship with people too, and reach have a higher outreach too. You know, because you know, in a room you can only fit so many people, right? Right. And so, I think that that kind of goes to like what <clears throat> well, we're kind of all in the similar, you know, digital space, all with our own specialties, and we've always said that it's about reach, it's about reach, and now they're understanding it because they yeah. had to for, they had to force themselves into yeah. getting into this digital mindset. So, um, you know, we talked about going digital or, you know, live streams and stuff like that. What do you think, Teresa, are questions that a business owner can ask whether their audience or, you know, a, mm -hmm. a peer that they know? What can what questions should they be able to answer when it comes to the style of going digital versus training videos or lives or what what do you yeah. think that you know that conversation is like so I think the first thing they have to think about is is can they still serve because one thing I've seen a lot actually are people saying to me I don't want to sell right now I feel really nervous to sell right now and it's like but do people still need your service now granted yeah. we're in a different world but can you still help them just because you can't do it in person doesn't mean that you are no longer effective as a personal trainer or no longer effective as a consultant or whatever it might be or as a coach it just means focus more on the the service aspect and then worry about the delivery second right, whereas i right. think what they've probably done in their businesses prior is thought about the delivery method rather than necessarily thinking all I've got to do here is serve and help. So think about those creative ways in which you can take it online. I think the first thing to do if they have an audience, if they have customers already, is go to them and say, I want to continue supporting you and how I've been supporting you. How can I do this for you? How can I support you? What are you going to need from me? Or how can I change what I'm doing in order to help support you and continue to support you? Because in most cases, Zoom and, and online stuff is going to be 
easy as anything, really, in terms of like just getting this set up and, and getting a camera. And like you said, it doesn't have to be perfect. I live and work like this all the time. So obviously I have a setup for it and I have a ring light and a good camera on my computer and that sort of thing, but yeah. you don't need those things. And do you right. know what's really lovely, I think at the moment, is the kindness that people are showing to these small mm. businesses yeah. because they are trying so hard to continue and to keep going and to do their thing and support their customers. So I've got a lovely example of a lady that does uh, kind of baby yoga and baby kind of movement classes because there's no way she can do them in person. So again, she's been doing things like through Zoom, she's been teaching them how to make their own instruments, how to do sensory baskets of the babies and all this kind of thing. So actually I think it's opening people up to realize that they can help even more people than they could have done in their traditional way. And I really like the fact, Chris, that you said about, you know, you asked your friend, are you going to continue to do this? And I think that's the key. Suddenly, for the likes of us who help and support online businesses, mm-hmm. we are going to have a whole new audience in which to help, mm-hmm. not right. just through the period, but mm-hmm. afterwards, because they might launch really quickly because they want to take it online really quick but you know I know one of the things I speak about a lot is is doing webinars and how to do them effectively and how to sell on them you know so I'm gonna have a whole new audience like right we did launch but now we want to perfect it and now we want it to be right. really good so so I just think the opportunities out there and the kind of things that they should be asking right now it's like with the bare minimum what do I need to get going today and then perfect it and work on it later and Also, the thing that I want people to think about and work on is the fact that now, while you're putting all these new things in place, this is the time to learn because you can't go to your day job. My friend who runs a gallery, you know, he can't go and sit in the gallery all day, every day and talk to people that way. So he has got some time because I think, I don't know about you guys, but I think people have been in offices and then they come and work from home. I think they're going to find they get way more done. Like they can focus, granted when there's children and people in the house, it's hard but if you can shut the door and do your work you don't get those interruptions so right now's the time to learn now's the time to join you know memberships like mine or go and do a course by Amy Porterfield or whatever it might be right and although you might be nervous to spend some money I think you are going to re- reap every reward coming from it yeah well like for example restaurants too like even they could use help right now you know like mm-hmm. a lot of them <clears throat> I uh, was working at a restaurant uh, in uh, San Diego and uh, they laid everyone off. And I was working there at night. Just I was a security guard there, honestly, because I was bored. So, and I don't really have <laughs> like too many friends. So I just worked there like once a month. And so this way I can like go out and party but get paid. And then yeah. uh, um, social interaction. I, so, anyway, so when yeah. they laid everyone off, I was like, I just went in there and I spoke with the general manager. And I was like, you know, like I, I was noticing you guys don't have an online ordering system on your webpage. Ooh. How do you not have this? And I never really looked into their website till before I went in for some reason. And uh, mm-hmm. so I told him, like, <clears throat> you need this right now. And not only right now, but also in the future because you're going to need some kind of like online ordering system because yeah. people aren't going to want to, it just helps the business, right? Cause you can yeah. take orders in the restaurant and also virtually. Um, oh, yeah. I think a lot of businesses do need to learn how to pivot a little bit online. Oh you know, yeah. There's some, like there's a lot of type of industries out there that are still having trouble right now, even learning how to um, 
pivot to even yeah. like a Zoom conference calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the the point the 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 thing you mentioned about like can you still serve? I think that mm -hmm. is what the the most the most important thing to think exactly. about because it can you that's what you're doing in business regardless. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are making money in some instances, but are you serving and helping people? And if you are kind and not thinking about okay, well, if I'm going to help you, then I'm going to get, I'm going to send you an invoice. Or if I'm going to help you with this and figure out, are you going live or are you, you know, doing some recorded videos or whatever, you know, what are you doing? They're going to remember your kindness in this mm -hmm. moment of uncertainty because yeah. they don't know. Right. And they're going to come back to you or someone else is going to come back, you know, through their network and refer you business. And I think that's the most important part to think about when you are switching your mm -hmm. mindset over to digital, because yes, everyone is, you know, this, we have yet to see the fallout. You know, there's a lot of immediate yeah. uh, things that are happening with people being laid off and stuff like that, but we don't know what's going to happen in the future. And, a lot mm -hmm. of people are going to be affected. So if you keep your why and your service attitude and in, in your mindset in that, then I think it'll help business throughout um, throughout the next couple yeah. months and well, through me, the year. <laughs> let me ask you guys. So um, how do you want to help businesses throughout this mm -hmm. time? Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. I'll let you go, Teresa. <laughs> okay. So for me, I think... I feel like what I do is exactly what a lot of people need right now. Mm -hmm. So I help businesses market themselves and mm -hmm. do it through mostly online ways. So mm -hmm. looking at social media, and I was just saying, we had a quick chat before we came on that, you know, you've got people now who are going, I need to know how to understand Instagram. And it's like, probably should have done it a few months ago, but you know what? We are where we are and we need to just crack on and do it. So right. for me, it's, you know, the podcast every single week comes out. I obviously share loads of different ideas and tips and tools and things. Also, I did a video just the other day that's just doing the rounds at the moment about working from home, because even though that's not what my service that I sell or make money, the point is that's something I can still help with because that's something I've always done or I've done for the last like, four plus years. So mm -hmm. for me, it's about helping those people get those straight answers. Because the other thing is, I know what's going to happen is they're going to go online and they're going to go, how do I have an online business? How do I get a checkout? What system do I need? And the world is just going to like, dump on their desk because right. it's going to be like so much information too much overwhelm and one thing that I am very well I hope I'm very good at and my members like is the directness of you know I've worked in marketing for 15 years there's not much I haven't done I've worked mm -hmm. super hard in digital marketing I've done my own launches I've launched stuff for other people I've done the webinars I've done the funnels and the emails and the everything else and it's about going when they come and go, should I do this or should I do this? They need a quick, direct answer that says, this is what you should do. And right. here's the tool or here's the thing, or I've done this already. And just basically giving them those kind of support and answers. But again, the support is huge. For me, that's where, like, I, I'm dropping into, we have a Facebook group. I am in there constantly. I'm dropping them emails. I am doing everything I can do to support them and to, give them that emotional support because I think that's the thing that we're struggling with at the moment I think it's the uncertainty of everything and right. being their motivator trying to keep their mood up and and I funnily enough I saw something today that Jasmine Starr was talking about and saying you know if you can't find the light be the light and and I just thought that was perfect really good. yeah 
you know, it's like that's what they need right now. So if that's me, if I need to say, right, okay, you're gonna you can come and join me on a call at nine o'clock Monday morning so we make sure we're all up out of bed and getting our work done and making a plan for the week, then that's cool. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. So yeah, I just think helping any way I can really. Yeah, and I think, you know, there are some blurred lines sometimes for me specifically when I'm helping people because because like you, we've had, you know, various experiences in corporate, all of that. And I think, you know, even for me, it is like I'm kind of in the uncertain phase too. Like how can I foresee the future in terms of like not offering all of this stuff, but how do I use this time where people are asking a ton of questions about X and how does Mm -hmm. that mean? And like after this is done, like how do I help them? And I think right now I'm helping a lot of people just figure out the tools. Like, are we using Google stream and how do you make it live? And like, you know, which is a new feature that G Suite just rolled out, which I'm like, oh, wow, this is like another service, right? So I'm like, do we do Google? Do we do Zoom? Do we do StreamYard? And how do you make it branded like the with the intro, right? And I just created one of those videos for one of my clients beforehand because they do StreamYard and I didn't know that they could have a video beforehand. So I just shared them you know, that video or, you know, a little training video, but it's like the, Mm. I know that that is going to come back to me because I'm being the light, like you said, you know, be the light Mm -hmm. that they're, they see the hope in this business and in this business world and know that things are going to move on because people are going to start getting, you know, there are, there are people that still have jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're going to have to put their money into businesses. And if you're not doing anything, then you're going to be, you know, behind the curtain, no one's going to see you, you know, this is going to end at some point, and we are going to come into a new normality or similar normality. And Mm -hmm you're all going to need to earn money. And this is what I was trying to say right. to the members when they're like, I don't really want to sell. And I'm like, unless your product or service is really kind of like, oh, not at this time, you know, right. which I would get, I totally get that. But, you know, I've got people who create sort of these, lo- uh, one member creates these beautiful memory bears where she takes, when a baby's grown out of their clothes, she creates them into a bear. Yeah. And it's like, there's no reason why you can't still be talking about your product or service. Yeah. You still need to earn money. You, you know, and we just need to look at some of the businesses that are absolutely cleaning up, you right. know, Disney um, Plus, I've just subscribed yeah. to that in the UK. You yeah. know, Zoom has gone up like, you know, unbelievable amount of money. Yeah. You know, we've got supermarkets who are having their best ever month because of everybody panic buying. Right. You know, it's not that there are people out there who are, it's not that literally it has stopped. There is still business to be had and there's still things, you know, board games. I bought a board game for our family because it's like, you know, what are we going to do with all this time? Books, I've ordered books in. So mm-hmm. people are still buying. So don't be sorry. But like you said, I think really key, it's that helping them. So like mm-hmm. I said, my business is not about working from home. My business is about, you know, social media and digital marketing. But if I can help and support by doing that, then great, I will do that. You know, if I can put more content out, if if someone's watching this and they don't have any regular content, now is the time to be jumping on it and to be helping and serving. And like you said, it may not come back today, it may not come back in a week's time, but it is going to come back at some point. And you're the one they're going to think of when they, they need that support. Yeah, and it's definitely an opportunity to remain top of mind and continue oh, building no. on those relationships. Um, 
so we have um before you know we don't want to keep you too long but we have this yeah. random question um okay. that we ask <laughs> and it's always it always changes but uh you mentioned gin earlier yeah. so i want to ask you when this is all died down and you're ready you're able to go to the pub um who yeah. would you share a gin with and why okay so uh, do you know what? I'm just going to be really sad and say I'll share it with my husband. Like, honestly, it's one of our favourite oh, wow. things to do. We just go and sit and watch the world go by. And and even though he works away normally and having him in the house is interesting, you know, <laughs> actually, yeah, that's, yeah. I would just want to share it with him. And do you know what? Be so very grateful that we're sitting in the pub. Who right. thought? Never be saying that, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people can identify with that. I know Chris and I haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks, and I yeah. know I want to get back in the same. I mean, we used to do it virtually, but now it's like we're forced to do it virtually. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of like, oh my god, we need this to end so like we can talk business after, before yeah. and after. Yeah, usually, well, because when we meet in person, like we usually hang out for the rest of the day too, mm -hmm. like, and work together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Know, I think it's going to make us so grateful, isn't it? Of all these yeah. teeny tiny things that we never even thought about before, and mm -hmm. now we're going to be like, "Oh my goodness, I don't have to queue to go to the supermarket, or right. I can go sit in a pub, or go out for coffee." And yeah, we're going to be mm -hmm. so very grateful after this. Yes, I definitely can agree with that. So, if um, someone wants to connect with you, um, I know you're you're on all the social media platforms yeah. because that's your job. Um, but I've uh, used your Facebook URL um, here okay. to connect with you if they have any questions. But I'm sure they can Google you and they'll yeah, find, your, they'll find you. <laughs> and you will find me. Cool. Yeah, I'm favorite platform and come and say hi. I'd love to say hi to you. Awesome. Thank you, Teresa. Really appreciate your insight and uh, talking about pivoting to digital. And uh, I will see you soon, hopefully, at our conference or maybe at another yeah. virtual call, I'm sure, soon. Yeah. Thank you yeah, so nice much. Nice to meet you, Teresa. This is the Business AF Podcast, where it's all business most of the time. You can listen on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at businessafpod.com. If you like what you hear and you want to let people know, don't forget to tag us using hashtag businessaf.